Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have a very special guest. I have Jordan Gomez, aka Jago. Hey, Jordan. Hey, thanks for having me, Brooke. Happy yeah, to be here. Thanks for coming on. So, Jordan, in case you missed it, she was actually one of our speakers at the Women on the Move conference, um, which I was just thinking, doesn't that feel like a lifetime ago? It wasn't that long ago, but it feels like so long. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's so crazy because uh, a couple of the girls actually joined into my program after, and it's we were talking about, it's just so crazy that we were on stage, but it was such an amazing event. I loved being a part of it. Yeah, I actually. But this year's flown by for sure. Oh my gosh, yeah. The event came up in a meeting I was at the other day, and they were interested in it for next year, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's definitely time to start thinking about 2023 it's crazy but I was telling yeah, her you're gonna you're gonna book out again <laughs> oh my gosh yeah I was telling her and I'm sure you would agree how I felt so strongly about having the in-person speakers and about how the energy in the room was just like palpable it was just insane it was amazing and I loved okay so for the record I want to say that I'm obsessed that you were so into the whole like making sure it was in person making sure the energy was good and I told you about wanting to do the wave wave with the group yeah and you were like all right yeah let's do it and the, the whole literally the whole crowd doing that was probably one of the highlights of my year honestly oh it was so cool we'll have to somehow like direct people to a clip of that if they're listening to this podcast because it was very cool um, okay, oh so gosh. let's dive in, Jordan. I want you to give us your elevator speech. Tell us about your business. Um, tell us about who you help and what your what your mission is. Yeah. Um, so I am a health and life coach. So I help primarily women just step into confidence. I, I tell them like, stepping into confidence and feeling good naked, just because that's like a super vulnerable statement. And some people that can be very scary, even the topic, I know that was probably a lot for people when they came to the, the conference that you hosted, because my topic was feel good naked. So that's what I do is I help women feel good in their skin. And we focus on taking a self-love approach to whether you're wanting to lose weight, change your body or just focus on long-term lifestyle change. That's what I'm here to do in a loving way. Cause I think that's really important, especially in the health and fitness industry. Cause a lot of times we experience the opposite of that when we're trying to make change. Yeah. I love your, I love your philosophy though. I think that you're, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that you're big about, mm -hmm. um, kind of accepting yourself where you are while also trying to make change, but not trying Absolutely. to do, not trying to do some crazy, super restrictive, insane 180 oh, yeah. lifestyle flip, because that's just not realistic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm, my goal is to help just break up with dieting all around the fad diets that come out here are created for people to fail. You're, you're stuck in this cycle of, you know, restricting yourself to where you're telling yourself you can only eat these three foods or you can't eat these foods. And then you're thinking that you have to work out in the gym twice a day when really it's about finding what lights you up, what you love when it comes to movement. Like I know that you're doing CrossFit. I, I used to do CrossFit. Now I'm really into, you know, going hiking and you can do a combination of everything. And so just finding what lights you up and doing something out of love for yourself. Like you said, not not being stuck in that restrictive mindset. And that's really my goal around healing that relationship with your body and your relationship with food, which I know can be a big battle for a lot of people. It was for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you say that. I think you're so right. People ask me all the time. They're like, how do you find motivation to go to the gym every day? And I'm like, you know, not to sound obnoxious, but like, I love it. Like I enjoy, yeah. I, have, I found something that is an active 
thing that I love to do. So that's what you got to do. There's a million choices. If it's hiking, if it's CrossFit, if it's going for leisure walks, if it's you know, mm-hmm. pickleball. There's a million different things that, that you can try. I like, love pickleball now. <laughs> I, I need to try it. I need to try it. I've never been to. much of a... It's nev- so fun. Yeah. It's like basically a combination between like tennis and table tennis, ping pong. Yeah. So it's like a smaller <laughs> version of it. And I am like, y'all listen, I, I know that I'm technically I'm a fitness professional because I went to school at UNC Chapel Hill, exercise science degree, but I am so uncoordinated with anything with a ball. So that's why when I say okay, find same. what works for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you would be fine at pickleball because I'm not even good at like ping pong, like table tennis and yeah. pickleball works for me. So okay. you should definitely do it. But I'm pretty sure the average age of pickleball might be a little bit higher. So if you're younger oh and gosh. you can do pickleball, let us know. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. I uh, also have no hand-eye coordination. My boyfriend was a baseball player in college and he's been trying to, you know, play catch with me and teach me a little bit, but I'm like, it's just, I'm sorry. It doesn't come natural. <laughs> yeah. No, my husband played, played baseball, played football, all the things. He's so good at any of this stuff. And he gave up on me with the whole ball. Situation. He's like, no, we're, we're Jordan done. Doesn't you're, have you're it. done. I tried. It's fine. That's funny. So let's back up a little bit, Jordan. I want to hear yeah. what got you, what, made you decide to start this business? Um, what kind of, what's the background? I love this question. Um, so I said very briefly that I went to school at UNC Chapel Hill. While I was there, I got into group fitness. I was teaching group fitness as an instructor. And I was very fortunate that we had a program set up to focus on body positivity. And I had been to so many fitness exercise classes that, you know, would, while you were in the class, they would say things like work off that muffin top or work off that cheeseburger or work off that Thanksgiving dinner. And like maybe back in the day, like that was something that was supposed to motivate you, but I see it as a negative connection to your body. And instead focusing on, wow, like your body's moving. Let's celebrate your body. Let's celebrate where you're at. Like your body's going to move, shake, jiggle. And that's a part of life and that's okay. And so if you can embrace that, instead of trying to come to the gym to punish yourself, it's going to really help you heal that relationship and reconnect with yourself, with your body. So I got to learn that in the group fitness setting. However, when you're in, you know, a fitness setting, it can cause a lot of, um, comparison. And I was always, you know, felt like I was the bigger girl. Like I'm literally almost six foot tall, like every single bridesmaid, I'm always the biggest one. And that just, just something that I always struggled with for such a long time. And I finally had this shift where I no longer was stuck in the mindset of thinking like, okay, I'm going to go into the gym and get small. I was like, I'm going to get strong. And it was such an empowering shift. And I know, cause you have a CrossFit background going to the gym to focus on being strong is like a powerful feeling to mm-hmm. focus on lifting weights and moving your body out of love. And so I started to do that. And when I graduated, I knew I wanted to have that direct impact. And so I went and started to work at a gym as a personal trainer. I absolutely loved it, but I was working from like 5 a.m. to like nine at night. I packed out my schedule and I loved my clients. I'm still close with a lot of them. Um, But I realized that that impact of them in the gym was only a couple hours a week, right? It wasn't that full 24 hour day. And I wanted to have a deeper impact beyond just the fitness. So I started to step into the life coaching and mindset coaching side of your nutrition and health. And that's where I really fell in love with body confidence and helping to teach women to embrace their body 
and love where they're at now while creating long-term lifestyle change. So that's really how this all came about. I quit my job at the gym, long story short, quit my job at the gym um, and started my own business. And it's gone shifted online since the pandemic and everything. And it's been an amazing, amazing shift. And the impact has just been powerful. Like I, it feels like it's bigger than me. Like I, I know that I'm meant to be here for this because women, I just got off a final ceremony call with my clients and they told me like, this was life-changing for them. And that's what motivates me to keep doing it because I'm like, this is different than any other kind of like fitness program or anything before. So I'm so, so, so grateful that this gets to be my job. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that so much. That's it. You can just sense your passion in your voice. And I love that. Oh, there's, no, there's nothing better than being, being in a career that you're passionate about. That's like what it's all Absolutely. about. That's the definition of success. I saw that the other day and it kind of hit home with me. It's like success isn't how much money you make or it isn't all these things. Mm-hmm. Success is like waking up in the morning and being happy with what you get to do for the day. <laughs> so true. I absolutely agree. And I think it's hard being in the world where you're constantly told whether you're in a nine to five or you have your own business, there's always things that you feel like you're reaching for the next goal, the next thing. But I'm realizing more and more that it's so important to celebrate where you're at now, whether that's where you're at in your body, where you're at in your business, like celebrate those things. And those small wins are really what make the difference. And like you said, loving and and feeling successful in your current space. And you can grow from there, but you've got to find love and gratitude in your current space. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of women, not that men can't feel this too, but I think a lot of women specifically, um, you know, you keep thinking, oh, well, when I lose 10 more pounds or when I have a flat Mm -hmm. stomach or when my thighs don't touch together or when whatever, you know, toxic thing that you think you're going to be happy. Mm -hmm. And I love that your goal is to help women feel happy and confident in their current body, regardless if their stomach has rolls and... Cause it's, I yeah, don't know, yeah. that's, that's like an unrealistic, when you get that, you're not a flip, a, a flip doesn't switch. A switch doesn't flip yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't make you happy all of a sudden. Like, Oh wow. No. I have a six pack. I'm happy yeah. now. It doesn't happen. It's not true. I mean, if you think about it, there was a time when, when we were smaller, right? I remember I was in a smaller body before this and I still wasn't happy. I still wasn't confident in my skin. So that right there is proof. It is not about the number on the scale. It is not about your size. It's about fully embracing who you are and finding that confidence. Now, the truth is change is inevitable in our, our bodies. We're going to get older. Maybe you're going to have children. You're going to wrinkle. Things are going to change. And yes, you can protect your health. You can take care of yourself, but if you're focused on this like idea of perfection, as far as your body image, as far as like what those goals are, you're always going to feel like you're not enough. You're always going to feel like you're not doing enough, like you're not um, reaching the goals. And it's going to always make you feel like you're falling short. Whereas if you can focus on, like we said, shifting towards feeling stronger and feeling good in your skin, it's going to help you really embrace all stages of life, even as your body changes, because that body deserves love in every single state that you're in. Uh, I love that so much. So Jordan, my next, my next question for you is what are, I don't know, let's say two to three tips that you would have for a woman of any age who is just struggling really bad to feel confident in her skin. 
Ooh, love this question. And I love that you said of any age, because I, I do think sometimes women will come to me and they'll be like, well, I wish I'd found this sooner, but it's too late for me. And they see me like showing up in crop tops and stuff. And I'm like, y'all confidence looks different on everyone. You don't have to wear a crop top to feel confident. You can literally show up and whatever makes you feel your best. Um, but when it comes to stepping into that and embracing where you're at, I have a couple things that I would definitely say would help. Number one would be connect with yourself more. So what I mean by that is a lot of times we feel like we've been putting down our body and being really mean to ourselves for such a long time that we feel disconnected from our body because we've just shamed it into either not wanting to think about it at all or just wanting to ignore it and focus on other things. And so if you can connect with yourself more, it's going to help you feel more aligned. So start to ask yourself, what makes you feel the most like yourself? I think we talked about hiking earlier and working out. And those are things that make us feel really good. They make me feel aligned when I'm doing those things. Um, Being outside in nature, drinking like moving my body every day, like connecting with friends. A lot of those things help me connect with myself more by slowing down and being present. The second thing I would say would be to start to break up with your negative thought pattern. This one's really difficult because a lot of us for years, we have continued to, when we look in the mirror, we find the flaws. We immediately look for things that we feel like are not good enough. And that's kind of how we've been trained by society. Maybe we've uh, generationally, we've been taught that, whether that was said to us or just we've seen it around us. And so just start with awareness. First, just be aware of those words that we are saying about ourselves. And when it does come up, and if you do have a thought that's negative about your body or about yourself, try and just stop it in the middle, like before you even finish the sentence. I have a really weird thing that I do where basically <laughs> my clients do this. If you're looking in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, I could never pull that off. I go, skirt. I hope I don't scream too loud <laughs> and like stop the sentence before we even move. And that's weird enough to where you're, you're breaking up the thought pattern. Cause normally you go down the spiral, right? You have that one negative thought and it leads to another and another, and another, and it builds up inside you and it makes you feel less than, and I want you, people to start seeing that they have that confidence within them. Now they just have to break up with the negative thought patterns. And so that's a really good start is just being more aware, releasing the thought. And then eventually you can start to shift more towards, um, the uplifting affirmative thoughts, but sometimes that can be hard. So first just start with being aware and cutting the sentence off when you can. Um, the last couple of things I would say, would be a focus on what you love about yourself. So maybe right now we are struggling with certain things in our appearance. I want you to find at least one thing about your physical appearance that you do love, or at least you're like, Hey, I like that about me. But then there's also so many things outside of your body that I'm sure you love about yourself. And if you're struggling with this, um, definitely message like your bestie or your partner and ask them like, what are three things that you love about me? And that can be a good way to start to reconnect with that self-love. And then my last one, that's a little bit weird, but I love it is to get naked more. (laughs) So what I mean by that is if you are that person that jumps out of the shower, immediately dodges the mirror and just puts on clothes quickly, um, that can cause again, a disconnect between ourselves and our body. And so if you can start to slow down and reconnect with yourself in a loving way, one thing that I definitely recommend doing is if you have kids, you can like, you know, lock your closet or your mirror or your bathroom or whatever. But like, while you're getting dressed, start to speak affirmations into your body while you're doing these things, start to, you know, say nice things. When those negative things start to come up, start to shift towards Towards that list that we talked about earlier of the things that you love about yourself. And that can really start to heal that relationship and reconnect to yourself with your body. So those are pretty big things, but those are probably the top things I would say to kind of start thinking about if you're trying to create that change. I love those tips so much. I think that 
a lot of us, I think probably most females and and probably most people in general. Yeah, it happens to guys too. Yeah, I think everybody. We Oh yeah, that's they the get negative, lost in the movement, but they're a part of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the negative self-talk is like such a subconscious thing that so many of us have done for so long that like you don't even realize you're doing it. Like when you were when you were saying that, I was sitting here thinking like, "Oh my gosh, I definitely yeah, like I'll oh, look yeah. in the mirror and critique things and like go down a rabbit hole and it's ingrained. Yeah. And it, and it really can make or break it. Like if you, and I wish Erica was on the call with us too, but I, I think what you're wearing, your outfit can make or break the way you feel. And if you just are in that confident mindset, you, you're going to leave the house feeling great. And if you've torn yourself apart in front of the mirror and don't like your outfit, yep. man, you probably ain't going to have a good day. <laughs> It's true. And like Erica Taylor from tailoring style, I know, you know, everyone knows who we're talking about, but that what you wear definitely impacts it. But it is interesting. Like you said, it's like how we speak about ourselves can impact it too. That's why some days, like maybe the number doesn't change on the scale or your body doesn't change at all. But some days you feel not of a not so good self image day. And those days are going to happen. Like, yes, I'm a body confidence coach, but I still have those thoughts come up, but I've created a tool set to help me with the mindset and coach me through that. So I don't completely spiral. And that's what I do for my clients is to recognize we're not looking for perfection here. We're just looking for, for grace and self-love as we continue to adapt that. Yeah. Cause I think that kind of naturally happens. No, it'll never be perfect, but like naturally if you, you know, cut off that negative self-talk sentence, with your, I love, I love your skirt. <laughs> um, that, that nat- yeah, that naturally it'll start happening less and less, which is, which is the goal. I love exactly. it. It'll happen less and less. I love that. I'm glad that we're on the same page. <laughs> well, and I'm glad that you said that you're, that you're not perfect. So I think it can be intimidating sometimes for um, people to work with any sort of coach. They're like, oh, well, my coach is perfect. I don't want to like let them down if, cause I'm not perfect. Like girl, nobody's oh, yeah. perfect. It's okay. Can, no, no. My clients know perfect. that I'm super clumsy. You can be perfect with Brooke though. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm yeah, Brooke's like, up there for sure. I'm what I like to call a, a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's huge. You're not alone. There are so many people I I'm, I'm a recovering. So I call it a procrastinating perfectionist. I struggled for a really long time to not take the leap, to not make, take any action because if I failed, like, what if I failed? That's so scary. And there's such a fear of failure especially when starting with like your health and fitness goals that it keeps us from taking even the first step. And it's not about taking these huge bounds and leaps and like completely changing and uprooting your life. It's about creating small, sustainable change within your lifestyle now, because not everyone is going to be a CrossFitter. Not everyone is going to be an Olympic athlete and that's okay. Figure out what lights you up and just start small and then grow from there. And that's going to be a lot more beneficial to you in the long run because you're not going to quit. You're going to stick with it and make it long-term. Yeah. Yeah. One of my uh, favorite fitness, I guess, technically fitness accounts to follow is Jill Fit. I think I've talked to you about her before, but she posted something. (laughs) Yeah, she's great. She posted something the other day and it was like, um, people ask, what's my secret? And she's like, my secret is to do just a handful of healthy things every day. Like, um, she's not perfect. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and her big thing too, that, that I agree with is like, it's so much about the big things. People get so caught up in these little tiny things. Like, is there too much, you know, plastic and is my water bottle not BPA free and is, which is yeah. important. Don't get me wrong. But like, she's like, you need to be getting eight hours of sleep and like move for 30 minutes a day. And like, you know, manage your stress level and, you know, eat some vegetables. Like don't overcomplicate it. (laughs) That's the thing is a lot of people will come to me and they're like, 
Hey, what supplements do I need? Like, can you write me a meal plan? Y'all, I don't write meal plans because they're not sustainable. Cause we go out to dinner with people. We have birthday dinners. We want to go to, we want to go on vacation. So I would rather teach the, the foundation of your nutrition so that you can actually understand it. So you never have to be at work and someone's telling you, Oh yeah, bread is bad for you, or this is bad for you. And it's like, no, everything in, in moderation and finding that. And I love her approach with that is really good too, of like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be little small changes. And that's what really adds up for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. The supplements and stuff can be great, but if you, you know, struggle with bigger, bigger things, then you need to not focus on supplements. Yeah. <laughs> Start yet. with foundation. Like, are you getting enough sleep? Like you said, are you drinking enough water? Most yeah. of us are dehydrated. So let's oh start gosh. there and then we'll talk supplements. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> let me, let me take a sip I know, right? Grab some water. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, love I, it. I stay dehydrated. It's, it's tough. <laughs> it is tough. It's tough so, out there. <laughs> Jordan, do you have anything exciting coming up that you want to tell us about for these last couple minutes? Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's see. What do I have going on? So I just finished up a 30 day series before I turned 30 called feel good naked. So if you guys want to go back and watch that, you definitely should. Um, and I just stepped into this really exciting phase. I'm starting this thing called hot girl healing. So it's a summer series where I'm sharing about taking a loving holistic approach to your health. It's basically saying that like, you know, hot girl summer is not about looking a certain way, being a certain size. It's about stepping into that, that love for yourself and reconnecting with your body. And so I'm trying a lot of new things that are super outside my comfort zone. Like I just went to a twerk yoga class and y'all, I cannot twerk. And I tried what? (laughs) Yeah. It's called Shakti. It's called Shakti yoga. It's technically not a twerk yoga class, but you do twerk within it. It's called Shakti yoga in Charlotte. And it's so fun. And they do online stuff too. And I'm just like, getting outside of my comfort zone and, and trying different things and reconnecting with my body in a new way. And that's, I have a podcast called confidently uncomfortable with Jago. And cause I've realized the key to confidence isn't doing things perfectly. It's about getting uncomfortable and, and Just doing it. outside that comfort zone. And exactly. And so I'm wanting to do that for myself more. So I'm, I'm inviting people on this free series where they can join me with every single week. I send them an email, a challenge email for hot girl healing and it's all summer long. And yeah, so it, it, that's the exciting thing going on right now. <laughs> that's very exciting. Congratulations. So Thank I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to take a page from your book and, um, ask you a very important question. What is your, oh what's your current favorite Starbucks order? <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I, I asked her this. I need to hear yours again because I had it written down and I wanted to try it. Oh, it's okay. embarrassing. I have. A, I actually used to. So I used to work at Starbucks when I was in college, and we would make. We would just like make random things. Like we would take things from the, um, they were bad guys. We had to throw them away anyways, but we would take something from the case and we'd like throw it in with a Frappuccino. We'd like throw in one of the brownies or something amazing. (laughs) But as far as what's on the actual, what's on the actual list, I love the oat shaken espresso right now. It's like the brown um, sugar shaken espresso, brown sugar. It's Oh, it's so good. So with oat milk and I always like to ask, so just so you guys know, like they, they have different pumps, like three, six and nine or something for like the tall grande and venti. So you can ask for less pumps. So it's a little less sweet. And so typically I'll do like half sweet on that and do like some sugar-free vanilla. And that's my go-to. Yeah. There you go. Love it. I like it. <laughs> so I realized that my uh, favorite Starbucks order that I told you about probably had 14 million calories. And so I've, I tried to cut, I tried to cut it back a little bit, but if you want the OG order, it, it is. Yeah. What was it? It's very long. <laughs> it is. I a, mean, yeah, I want to hear it. 
so embarrassing. My boyfriend's mortified every time we go to Starbucks. It is a salted caramel cold foam cold mm-hmm. brew with two pumps of white mocha and um, salted caramel cold foam, extra salted caramel cold foam on top. And if you want to be really extra, you order. You can oh order, man! You can order like a grande, but then put it in a venti cup so you have room for all that extra cold foam goodness that is the way to do it that is like the <laughs> hack you guys all need to do it because every single thing like we used to like what'd you say i was gonna say i'm i'm embarrassed for her and i don't even know what any of that stuff is <laughs> <laughs> if, if you had to see what happens though, <laughs> you would be like wow it's worth the embarrassment it's worth it can they make that that's what decaf? i was gonna say it's worth it unfortunately they cannot yeah, mm, they cannot make that one in decaf cold, cold they, brew they can't they can't for cold brew and so a uh, funny story mm. is i was on the decaf oh, train decaf train for a while but i fell in love with this drink so much and they couldn't make it in decaf so i was like well guess i'm back on caffeine uh, <laughs> guess we're staying up <laughs> so yeah, i love that, that yeah it's worth ago. the embarrassment it's worth it yeah <laughs> oh my gosh no i love it yeah my my husband i had him order our starbucks and he does not know what we get but he knows that he, he just gets whatever i get so yeah. you should definitely make your boyfriend order it for you one oh, time oh, yeah. just for I, fun i have i texted i texted to him but like the bad part is i can't witness <laughs> the hilariousness that I know it is when he actually says know, it on that's the speaker. What you know. Like, you can, can you, re- can you record yeah. yourself? Can you somehow video yourself? <laughs> that would just be funny. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. It's worth it though. So you guys should definitely try her drink from yeah. Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a splurge, but it's, it's delicious, especially when it's a hot summer day, like, like today. So, well, oh, Jordan, it. It I'm going to go get some later. <laughs> it was so much fun to chat with you. I could chat with you all day. We'll have to have another episode uh, with you and Erica both. That would be so fun. I would love that. Oh my gosh. I'd love it. Yeah. We just did a live together, but thank you so much for having me. It was awesome to see your face again, Brooke. And yeah, I appreciate you guys, everyone listening, like just let me share with you. So thanks so much. Yeah. Well, as always, you can find our guests on Instagram. Tell us your Instagram handle before you sign off. So it is Jago fit life. So my name is Jordan Gomez, AKA Jago J G O fit life and you can find me on instagram tiktok and then on my podcast confidently uncomfortable with jago so yeah thanks awesome so go check out jordan as always you can find forsyth mags on social media as well we are at forsyth mags on instagram on facebook ForsythMags.com is our landing page where you can find all of our content we're actually rebuilding our websites right now so stay tuned and that is a wrap for today the views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies this podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated Ooh, that's a mouthful <laughs>